Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is The Show. Now, Kevin Wheeler, Amy Marks Kors, Chris Ranji on KMOX. Great to be with you on a Thursday, Amy, Chris, and Kevin, and then Cardinals baseball here on KMOX. So we get into the pregame show in about an hour and 10 minutes. Cardinals and the Rays down in St. Pete. Uh, Let's just say that last night did not go particularly well. Um, You know, a lot of people enjoy the whole position player pitching thing. And, you know, when, when Yachty pitched the last time, it was hilarious and fun and awesome. When Albert pitched, it was hilarious and fun and awesome. And, I don't know about you guys, but it's a, a little less hilarious or fun or awesome when you're you're on the wrong side of it. Well, <laughs> you probably want to turn on your mic, game. <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh my gosh, is her mic not working? Oh, is oh. she not potted up? Oh, I don't. I don't hear her. I don't hear her at yeah, all. Yeah, she's either. pushing the button. It's not doing Let's anything. See, I'm gonna walk around over here for a second. Well, I, I don't. I don't think you can figure it out. Yeah, There's not anything you can on. do. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's okay. a technical right, we'll, problem. We'll share. We'll share. Amy, just start yelling really loud. Yeah, you, you can yell to... through this microphone. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. <laughs> I'm going to leave and drink this shake. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, thanks to uh, Andy Candy. Yeah, Crown from Crown Candy. Candy came have, in and brought cook- shakes. Cookies and shakes. Perfect time of day, too. This, by the, the way, I love it. 10 a.m. is the, uh, well, 10.05, 10.06 to be exact, is the earliest I've ever had a shake. Really? Yeah, that's probably, I mean... Well, I got. I have to think about it, but yeah, probably. It looks like we're working now, Amy. Good. Oh, hey guys. Oh, hey. oh, great. I Amy's almost, here. I thought I almost had a day off. I was just gonna <laughs> well, walk out. Well, hey, so did of we. All, of all days, <laughs> of all days to have a day off, it would be the one where you only have an hour show, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well. Well, anyway, here we are. Yeah. Cardinals. What were we baseball. talking about? Yeah, it's Cardinals. They're coming oh, yeah, up. Cardinals. Coming up in an hour uh, for the pregame show. It's a 12-10 first pitch today. Uh, yesterday was just not good. Um, I guess the simplest way I can put this without getting too nerdy and too detailed is there's still... Okay, there's, wait, <laughs> stop. Without getting too nerdy, you are wearing a Cornholio t-shirt. That's, I am, but that's not... I'm, I'm not baseball nerdy. Like, you know, I'm not going to start doing the... You know, like Steve, our boss, Steve Moore, is always saying, don't do the whole launch angle stuff. You can uh, do let's that talk on about Sports of Online. Weighted runs created let's, plus, Kevin. Yeah, let's break <laughs> it down. Tell us about uh, that. When you look at the uh, exit velo of 101.4, <laughs> the launch angle of 17 degrees. Oh, yeah, why does yeah. every nerd talk like that? <laughs> okay. I think I, well, I was doing a computer. Tell us more that, about weighted on base. I wasn't doing a nerd voice. That was a computer voice. Okay, oh, without okay. getting all nerdy, yeah. I interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. No, no, no. I was just saying that, you know, without getting into the, the, the nerdy details, 
uh, pitching's a problem right now. And the, the problem is they're all they're constantly playing catch-up at the moment. They're constantly behind when it comes to carrying workload. They've had a couple of spots um, in the rotation that haven't given them the depth they need. That wears out the pen uh, because you also have a couple of guys on the injured list and we're still waiting for Jack Flaherty to come back. You're a bit short in terms of reliable guys that can come in and give you six innings on a regular basis. And we see now that's impacting the bullpen with the way they've had to use it. And, well, let's just say that yesterday it all kind of fell apart. And you just have to hope that they can play catch up when these guys finally do come back, when Flaherty's back in the rotation. And for somebody who's been injured over the last couple of seasons, that's um, it, it'll be difficult for him to, I think, build up to the innings threshold they probably need him to get to. But I guess the good news is you won't have to put, pitch a full season. So there's that, right? Because you only got, what, uh, four months left? We're here in, in the early part of June. And this is technically, we're through, what, two months of the season now because they started late. So there's a little bit of a benefit there that they got the late start. He's not going to have to really pitch a full season, but they desperately need him in the rotation. So they're not trying to cover these early innings and just mixing and matching. You can't sustain that all year. No, no. And you're right. It's going to be a problem when Flaherty's back too, because initially you're probably not going to see six, seven innings every time out. Um, And it would help too, by the way, if every game wasn't close, you know I mean? Like the offense has been better lately, but they still need to be able to score some more runs to make this work uh, on a more regular basis. But, you know, keeping in mind all of that, even despite the two losses, because you know how the, 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 this works with fandom, I think they're you know the the people that are the diehards, you they're riding every every two game losing streak. Every time there's a losing streak, you're like, oh my god, hey. here we go, they're done. You know what that is, Kevin? That's better than apathy. I I don't disagree. It's a hundred times better than I don't care. I don't disagree with that at all. But you know, like if if two days ago you were like, wow, these guys are really playing well, and they won seven of ten, and now they're almost in first place, and then the next two days later you're like, they're done. They're so done. They don't have enough pitching. Why didn't they get Shamanaya and Garrett Cole this offseason? Why didn't they trade every prospect for every proven pitcher? That it's funny that you say that because that those emotions that you're talking about is exactly how I feel about Amy from day to day. <laughs> like I feel good about her and then I'm frustrated and yeah. then she's nice and then I hate her again. It's just there's a there's a lot going on. The funny thing it's is that lot. when you said that, the look on her face said same. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean obviously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's I think that's what makes this dynamic so great is that we're all a bit confused by how we feel about one another, but There's overall... no confusion. <laughs> there is no confusion. I, 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 no, I'm confused. I'm confused because Amy always thinks I'm mad. <laughs> well, okay, yes, because Look at your face. I mean, but my face is my face. It's not an angry face. It's just my face. You sound mad right now. I know because I am. I'm mad that you think I'm mad. Well, it's, just, <laughs> it's interesting. Like if you, if you, let's say you were to accidentally, hypothetically, not that you do, but, but hurl a string of expletives. I do. Yes. Like if I, he does like, that. Like, I, like I did five minutes ago when yes. I in the office when my shin kicked a really like right. a, a metallic garbage can by accident and it hurt. Yes. Yeah. But it's almost like if you could capture that moment that's you at all moments no it's mm. not you guys i'll tell you what i love my high school friends even better than my college friends and you guys are my college friends dgs they're my high school friends and they thought i was the happiest person on earth ask glover <laughs> when you see him later on he's like dude you're the happiest person i know you're always in a good mood and i'm not making you that up. So then by, well, i'm not the, making that up ask him by comparison fact, 
Well, that not, means they are always in a foul mood. No. Well. No. Have you heard the show? Here's no, what I think. <laughs> I think you are happy, but it manifests itself as anger. And I think that's what confuses people. It does. People. Yeah. So, it's, and it's, it's really, it's, I don't know how you do it. I don't either. Amy, Amy hit it. Like, yes. that's exactly it. You I, somehow are very happy, but it, it comes out as being mad. And I don't know how you do that. I've it's heard of amazing. the angry drunk, but I'm the angry happy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I parked over a dead squirrel. Wait, <laughs> what? I'm just what? I was thinking of things that happened this morning. And he is. He is the angry, happy. But I parked over a dead squirrel, and my morning started oddly. And I had to move my car because the smell of the dead squirrel was going to permeate my car. I, okay. <laughs> I, I, I like turtles. I love, I love how your brain works. Because, I mean, your brain's like Pulp Fiction. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> like, they're in one scene, and the very next thing, like, where, where, how did they get here? Wait a minute, are we in the past or the future? I Exactly. I don't, I don't know, but no, Amy did park over a dead, somebody dragged a dead squirrel. In. No, did, I, think do we they, have a, I think the squirrel was in the garage, and someone hit him. Oh. Was it you? It was not me, okay. but on Sunday, I do um, evenings on Sunday, and when I was leaving on yeah. Sunday, I saw the dead squirrel, but it didn't look dead, and I stopped, and I got out of my car, and I was like, is this is this a dead squirrel? Is Oh, my gosh, I don't know. What if it's hurt? I don't know. And so I poked it with my umbrella. It was dead, so I drove away. <laughs> I poked it. <laughs> You know what? What's happening? I don't know, but I am not into poking dead animals. I don't with anything. She had to oh I was God, hoping Ronji. it was alive, yeah. and yeah. then I was like, yeah. I don't know what I would have done with an injured, alive squirrel. Once again, I have to walk away. From I don't the know. I'm not. I'm not touching them with a stick or an happened. umbrella. So I got all my stuff out of the car, and I smelled something. I'm like, what is that smell? And I looked under my car, and there was a dead squirrel with a trail behind it. And so I brought all my stuff back into the building and then had to come back to move my car, but I forgot my car key, so I had to go back into the building. And and so it was a process to get into the building, but I think that smell can permeate your car. There was a Mythbusters where they put a dead pig in the trunk of the car. What? Yeah, and left it there for about a week to see if you could get the smell of a dead body out of the car. You know, I have a friend, this is no joke, and she told me about this years ago. Um she had a boyfriend, an ex-boyfriend she was upset with about something. I don't yeah. know what. And she she was able to get into his car and she put a raw chicken breast oh. underneath the seat, the passenger seat, and left it there Not cool. to rot. And he couldn't figure out his car stunk. And it was oh. obviously really, really bad because it decomposed and uh, never figured out it was her. And then she saw him like five years later at a party and she confessed and he was mad at her, like five years later, wow. mad at her still, won't talk to her. And maybe things I are would, different now, but this happened a long time yeah. ago. So I know that if you have um, rotting flesh yeah. in your car, it's going to stink. That's exactly Or under right. your car. But I do want to say this. So my morning, you know, the squirrel incident, Kevin's mad. It was not going well. And Andy Karanzif shows up. Yeah. With shakes yeah. from Crown Candy. That's what about the guy. first thing I've understood in the studio in the last yeah. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> The word I, shake. You guys were like, we just were like total rando. Usually my shakes well, You know, are, there is a squirrel dead under my car. And you know what? I know somebody that put raw chicken in somebody else's car. Usually and my shakes like, like are from kinder, the coffee. It's the, like the a coffee. kindergarten class. Yeah. They come in and they're like, teacher, last night my mom said that my dad's well, constipated that was, or something. Like, that was Amy. That was Amy, not me. You followed. I did not. I just. You followed. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep the conversation going, Kevin. Yeah. That's exactly or, right. He's just doing his job. we could have go to a break and. Thank God. <laughs> 
We got we got more serious stuff to talk about. No, no more no more dead squirrels and oddness. Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody's angry. I don't know if it's gonna be me or not, but we're definitely gonna change gears when we come back on the show. You're in on the show on KMOX. Chris Rodge, Amy Marks, course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. We're only here until about 10 after 11, and then we're getting into Cardinals baseball, 11-15 for the pregame, and uh, 12-10 for the first pitch. Now, there are a lot of ways that you can be a part of the show. Obviously, you can listen to us old school on 11:20 a.m. I prefer the 98.7 FM signal, and yeah, I can even carry that out into St. Charles County. So if you're thinking, ah, maybe not, just give it a shot. You can drag it with you. I've done it every day for as long as I can remember. You can also listen to us on the Odyssey app. Uh, find us on YouTube.com slash KMOX1120 and Facebook. Facebook.com slash KMOX1120 if you want to watch the show in real time and see all the weird faces we make, especially during the breaks when we're laughing at random things that nobody gets to know about. Uh, you can call. You well, can Amy text. just says those things. Yeah, you can call and text yeah. anytime, 314-436-7900. But most importantly, I want to remind you, you can leave us a voicemail any time of the day. It does not have to be during the show. It can be whatever you want, 314-944-1120. And the best thing of all that I just told you, you can find it all by going to our Twitter page uh, at the show KMOX. It's the pinned tweet at the top with all that info. So if you're like, Wheeler, I can't remember all that stuff. There's no way I'm driving at the show KMOX on Twitter. We'll have it all for you. Yeah, we've seen some really disturbing trends, you guys. I know we've talked about this, but with politicians being doxxed, with protesters showing up at people's homes. We saw this in St. Louis with Lida Krusen protesters, and I would call them vandals, criminals, showed up at her house through paint cans through the window, right, where you crack the paint can and throw it through the window, it breaks the window, destroys everything in the family room. We saw Kirsten Cinema be followed into the bathroom by protesters. It was taken to the next level yesterday. When a man armed with a pistol, a knife, and other weapons was arrested near the home of Justice Kavanaugh. Now, this man traveled from California to Maryland to kill the Supreme Court justice. He said he was upset about the impending decision about Roe v. Wade and, of course, the leak that suggested that Roe v. Wade would be overturned. He was also upset about Uvalde and believed that Justice Kavanaugh would be a justice who voted to loosen gun laws in the state of New York. He said that killing the justice would give him purpose in his life. And so he traveled across the country with a suitcase and a backpack. In addition to the knife, the pistol and other weapons, he had a black tactical chest rig and a tactical knife, a pistol with two magazines, ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, a screwdriver, a nail punch, a crowbar, a pistol light and duct tape, in addition to other items. And so he shows up at Brett Kavanaugh's house. And now, after that threat to assassinate a Supreme Court justice, there are still protesters at Kavanaugh's house. And this is a horrible, horrible trend we're seeing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. In our country. But this is a big deal, too. An attempt to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. I don't know if I am as anti-protesting near the home of somebody, but this is not good. What this guy did yeah. is completely, completely counterproductive to the conversation. It's the nicest way to put it. If you're trying to affect change, this is not going to be the way to do it. And it's re- it, it, it's interesting to me. The, the guy wants gun control. He wants more gun control measures, but he shows up at a house with tactical gear and guns. And then he's mad about Uvalde. And he was a he was his intent was to commit a similar act. Not on 20-plus people, but on one person. It's, there, there's a, a lot of dissonance there. So I don't really understand. It, clearly, this is not a well person. Well, I think we know that. He's, well, he's, he called, he's very he called, sick. He called the authorities before he did anything, saying, I'm having suicidal thoughts. Yeah, Because yeah. he saw armed guards outside, or, right, or right. security guards, I right. should say, standing outside there. But the point is, car. we know he's not well. We understand yeah. that. The things he's doing, his motivations are not going to make sense. And that is ultimately the problem, is that a person that is like that winds up with a weapon. Well, yeah. And I would say this. I know we use the term not well. There are bad people. There are evil people. We can't chalk How do we define up. the difference? Well, you we can't chalk everything up to just, well, he was... Like, How do we define John, the difference, though? John, well, we do. John Hinckley Jr., right, was determined mentally unfit, but there are right. pl- plenty of people in prison for murder. Sure, but this guy might go through the same sort of evaluation mentally, and we'll find out that he... If, if you're suicidal... Um, there's a very good chance that there there are some mental mental issues there. So I, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to evaluate I mean, I would him. Put that at 100. Right. Let right. Me, I mean, you're suicidal. You definitely have something. Now it's not. There's an something excuse. you need to talk over. It's not at an minimum. Excuse. It does no, not. No. No. Of course not. Behavior. It does no. not mean that you're like, well, you know, he's got that that mental illness and he gets away with it, and, and we'll give him a pass. That's not what it means at all. It's just understanding how this stuff works. Well, let me ask you a question, Ranj, because you 
brought up a couple of days ago before this happened, a poll numbers that you saw were that were extremely disturbing, where you had young, they looked at young progressives and young Republicans, and as well as, you know, female, male, older, what have you, the different categories, and the number of people who thought that it was okay to assassinate a leader or a politician who they felt was harming the country was high. What was the number? Do you remember for young? Oh, it was 40%. So, 40% I think. So for young I've got it here. For younger Democratic men, 44% thought assassination, and then 54% did not. Younger Democratic women, 32% thought you might have to assassinate somebody. 53% didn't. And none of these was there a majority. Did, did, Younger we, Repub- did we define this? I forget. Did we define this as... I, I don't think I don't think as, it was strict. As, it, the, the question was... domestic leaders versus world leaders right. versus... You know, like, no, I don't think so. Because I think that... I mean, it doesn't really matter because we have to agree that assassination is a bad thing. So I'm looking <laughs> at the poll right now, and the question is total approval for... Quote, assassinating a politician who is harming the country or our democracy. It's okay, implied. But, so well, I think I, it's I implied. But that question should be more specific because if somebody says, well, yeah, we should, should be take a four, out, we should Vladimir take out Putin. Putin. Right. I mean, that's a right. different thing than but saying we should take out Brett so, Kavanaugh. That's a horror. I mean, obviously, there's a world of difference there. So real quick before we go on, those were the numbers for Democratic young people. Uh, Republican young people, 40 percent of young Republican women thought that it was okay, and 34% of younger Republican men. Obviously, the older Democrats and Republicans thought no. That, like, overwhelmingly thought that was a terrible idea. Yeah, and... Again, that number is way too high. For me, it's totally implied that it is domestic because, my goodness, if someone said, well, should we kill Hitler? I don't think it would be 44%. You know what I mean? The implication here is that it's a domestic you know, a United States politician. I just wish they would have asked it that way because it, it I, would help the, help the conversation. I, I, I agree with you. I do want to throw this out there because we talk about protests. There is Title 18. There's a section of Title 18 that says you cannot protest outside a courthouse or outside the administration of justice in an attempt to intimidate or influence a judge. KMOX, Chris Ranji, Amy Marks, of course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. And uh, obviously picking up the conversation we left off last segment. We're going to move on from this, obviously, in a couple of minutes. Um, but clearly um, a newsworthy event last night. And, we, and we, we touched on this last night, all of us via text. Like, I, I don't know that this story got enough attention yesterday. Uh, and I know there's a lot going on in the world, but the story of the guy showing up at the home of a Supreme mm-hmm. Court justice armed with the intent to do harm is outrageous and obviously it's great that they caught him in advance uh that's an awesome thing but that's not really the point the point is somebody tried to harm a supreme court justice which is horrific um when we when we left at the break what we started to get into was the idea of of protesting either outside a courthouse outside a, a justice's home and i and i think it's important to say this first it is against the law and the law should be enforced well, I think it's there. There's debate over whether or not it right. actually is the right. They're not. They're not. Yeah, the interpretation of right, the law. Right. It might be illegal. Yes. Yeah, let's put it this way: if it's deemed illegal, then the then then the authorities yeah. should take appropriate and, action. And right. here's the language, in case people are wondering and want to look it up. It's Title 18, Section 1507, that it is illegal to picket or parade in front of a courthouse or a judge's home with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge. And when you 
are outside a judge's home, at, there is that element of physical intimidation of trying to sway that judge's opinion. And again, I am not a fan of doxing any of our leaders. I am not a fan of protesters who I think cross the line into vandals when uh, in front of mayor's houses. Our own Mayor Lyda Cruson had to move. The mayor of Portland had to move. The mayor of Chicago had to move and, and move or live in a hotel for a while, I should say, because there were people constantly outside their home breaking windows, causing damage. And This should not be happening, but it could actually be illegal under Title 18, depending on the interpretation. And I think where we're the reason we're getting to this place where it seems like it's happening more and more. And going back uh, just a couple of months, there were uh, surveys that were done and people from both sides. And I don't believe that there was one in particular I'm thinking of. And I don't think it was a scientifically done poll, but. They did survey politicians around the country and ask them what their threat situation is like. And it was something like 75 to 77 percent on both sides. So both Democrats and Republican politicians were reporting that they are receiving more threats wherever they are. Now, this guy who went outside Kavanaugh's house clearly with intent to hurt or at very minimum to threaten. I don't know. Maybe he was going to stand out there. Yeah, with, but we with have a, to assume the worst. We have to assume well, that he was going to do that. He said he wanted right. to kill him. Yeah. Right. I, I, he got caught, though. I, 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 there's no point getting into the semantics of that. But he was at very minimum there to intimidate and or to threaten and probably there to do some actual harm to another person. I think the reason we are here is because there is so much extreme rhetoric that is happening mm-hmm. when you yes. have politicians like Wendy Rogers in Arizona saying we need to build more gallows for the traitors. I mean, stuff like that. What did Rick Scott say the other day? Um, well, I mean, you hear this a lot that that uh, the other side of the aisle is the greatest danger to yeah. our country ever. When you hear things like that, it inflames people and and, and I do think it happens on, on both sides of the aisle here. Maybe it happens on one side a little bit more than the other, but you can't afford to do it at all. Mm-hmm. We can't have this stuff. You know, Democrats can't do this. Democrats can't go up behind a podium, behind a microphone, and say that side is the greatest threat to democracy ever. And Republicans can't do that either. They can't mm-hmm. be talking about gallows and that we have to we have to take care of the traitors because even if they're not directly encouraging people to do violent things, people think to themselves and they can decipher what the hidden meaning is behind those. And they'll think, I need to take matters into my own hands here. Right. I hear I hear what uh, uh, President Trump is saying. I need to do something about this. We can't have this stuff. People have got to stop talking the way they talk or we are going to be in serious trouble. And the poll that we talked about yesterday that 44% of the country believes we are headed toward a civil war that we what are we doing here it's so true that we have demonized the other side which means we're turning policy into an existential threat we've heard this from the left and the right that you know if the other side is in power then everything you hold near and dear about america will be threatened And again, I I sound like a broken record, but it was such a good conversation with Stephen Hayes and Liz Cheney and David French. And French said, the more partisan you are, 
the the more wrong you are about your political opponents, because we have so much hatred that hatred makes us susceptible to misinformation and misinformation makes us hate more. And the more we hate, the more we're likely to think the worst of our political opponents. And he even said, the more hatred you have, you can be susceptible to even darker conspiracies than election fraud. That's how you get into QAnon because you have so much hatred and distrust. It makes you susceptible to believing lies about the other side. All right. So this is a a larger question that really covers a lot of the things that we're talking about. I mean, yes, it's, it involves the story about the, the guy outside Kavanaugh's house and pretty much everything else that goes into politics at this point, who benefits when this is happening? Well, our, our geopolitical adversaries Thank like you. China and yes. Russia. Yeah. We do not. The United States of America does not benefit when each side has the people making it sound like the other side is the existential threat. Right. The threat are the people out there, the countries out there, the leaders out there that want us to be diminished as a nation. Yep. And they're winning because we're stupid. Russia because loves we this. we don't keep that at the front. That yes. should be the first thing on people's minds when this stuff comes up is, okay, I disagree with those other people, but they're still Americans. They're, yeah. they're still they they still have the interest of the United States at heart, even if I don't think their way of doing it is the right way. What we're doing is actually making things easier for China and Russia mm-hmm. and whatever terrorist organizations would like to see us fall apart, and they all do, yeah, right? Because they know they can't go to war with the U.S. and win that way. The way you're going to win is to get us to fight amongst ourselves and to have the collapse come from within, So what I can't understand for the life of me is how rational people, regardless of ideology, can't see that the path that we are on benefits the people that want us to fail as a nation. Um, I I will use a sports analogy. There are times when you're watching, I don't care, football, baseball, and they do a replay. Like the, the, Mm -hmm. the, the team asks for a replay of something that just happened. And if you're, if it's close, and you're a fan of one team, even though the video evidence is clearly showing the guy's out, you're like, no, he's not. No, he got in around that tag. Like, oh, right there. You know what I mean? Like, you'll find it's it's like you were completely blind to reality because you have your team. Your team is established. You know who you're rooting for. And that side has to be right at all times, no matter what. Even if they change their mind on what their position is, that side still has to be correct. That's what I think the problem is. Politics is sports now, and it's it's gone that way over the last 15 to 20 years, and it's gotten to a point where you have your team and you will not root for the other side. And when you do root for the other side, you are chastised within your own group. Like like Liz Cheney is yeah. just getting blasted by right, her right. own party and what I'm saying because that, she's sided with the other team. And what I'm saying is, as as the uh, like grown yeah. human beings, the adult human beings in the United States of America, I am stunned that we are that dumb. So here's to that point, Wheels. This was again continuing on the the conversation. If present trends continue, we are headed towards a constitutional crisis. And here's what we've got: we've got a fracturing in one direction, and we have renewal in the other. Where can we find the renewal? There is an exhausted majority. 
And we talked about that. Where yeah. are the people in the middle where, I mean, Ranj and I, I feel like you and I are like in the exhausted majority. We're very different politically. And mm-hmm. yet I feel like we have the best conversations and we agree on a lot as much as we disagree. And the problem is, is that motivated minorities can do more damage than an exhausted majority because the operative word is not majority, it's exhausted. You have to inspire the people who are in the middle because the extremes, they're not moving in opposite directions. They're sprinting in opposite directions to the left and to the right. And a motivated minority can bring a country down if the exhausted majority does nothing. And and the problem right now is that the, the deciding factor in most significant elections, I'm not talking about city ones, I'm talking about governor races, Senate races, the presidential race, is that the margin is typically really small. Yeah. So if you lose any portion of the people that agree with you, you lose. Yes. So you have to cater to the screaming people that are running away from the middle and towards the edges because they'll stay home. If they don't like you, they will stay home and then you will lose. And that's a massive problem. And that's what happens, by the way, when you have two choices and only two choices. And, the- and, and when you when you have to yeah, when you have to cater to the people that don't want to come together at all. Right. This is what you get. And the minority of the population needs to have a significant say in how we do business, but it can't dominate all of our business, and I feel like that's what's been happening over the last several years. That's Chris Ranji, Amy Marks, of course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. It's the show on KMOX. You're in on the show on KMOX. Chris Ranji, Amy Marks, course, Kevin Wheeler with you here, and... Uh, I think we have a Ranji story. Did you, you pick this one out, right? No, I did not pick you this didn't? out. But I, oh, I did Dave find it to be. Out? I think it was Dave. Producer Dave. Picked yeah, out Dave the, is. Uh, uh, he picked know. out the pot story. Yeah, Dave likes to dabble. Oh, gosh. Wow. Dave wow. likes to hit just, the lettuce. Just, uh, it's called the devil's you, you lettuce, mean, you, I think. Oh, I was like, you mean yeah. he eats salads? No, well, he might. Puff I don't the know. the magic but, dragon? What? Uh, so the newsroom, uh, KMOX News here, reported on this uh, the other day. It was either yesterday or the day before that a a, a favorite of mine, old Vienna, the Ripplets. Mm-hmm. You guys like the the old v- Vienna chips, the red hot Ripplets. I do not like red I hot think, anything. I think this last batch was spicier. It was hotter. We've all agreed <laughs> it's hotter. Anyway, that's not the point of the story, but yeah. So. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, they have they have partnered. Old Vienna has partnered with a cannabis manufacturer. It's called Vivid for THC infused twice baked red hot riplets. Mm, I see what they did. Potato uh, chips. Well, I, I see what they did with the name. Yeah, twice baked. Now it's going to be kind of expensive, going to be pricey, but okay. it might be worth it. How pricey? Fourteen dollars for a bag. So, so it's about twenty milligrams of THC. Now I don't know what that this means. is. I don't either. I mean, I know what it does. I don't know what that means. Like, how much is that? Is you that a lot? You could say, like, to me, saying 14 grams of THC is the same. I have the same amount of comprehension as when Doc and Back to the Future said 1.21 gigawatts. It doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, I that makes perfect sense. Because uh, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> I don't okay. know how to okay. do yeah. drugs. So they're, they're available now at a lot of places. Wait, um, in, it can't be in it, Missouri, a lot of, Well, dispensaries. 
and a lot oh, of dispensaries. Okay, okay. And they will be available at dispensaries uh, starting. Well, yeah. like all of them will have it by like June fifteenth, but in in some of them now they're all available. You two don't seem like weed people to me. <laughs> I think you per- you read me correctly. Yeah, yeah. You might need it, Kevin. I have never more been, than more than anybody been, in the room. Yeah, you might I, need it. I've never even been drunk, so. I know it's Isn't just. Weird? I have never been drunk. So I know. Amy and I like, yeah, but probably for different reasons. What's what? your reason? <laughs> I don't. I don't like not being in control. Yeah, I don't. Okay, either. well then the same reason. Yeah. There we I, go. I used to not like it, and then I tried it once. Like this is amazing. Yeah, um, within reasonable and re- to be re- responsible and all that. You know, you got to be responsible when you do it. Uh, but this seems like a really fun thing for people who are into it because you you take care of two things at once. Right. Right. You take care of the the weed part. And then the munchies part, it's all like one process. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Are you not doubling up on the munchies here because you're going to eat this, and then you're going to get the effects, and you're like, hmm, well, no, I, I've kind of still got the munchies. Think about a typical person who gets the uh, the weed, right? They don't have all the, the money in the world. So they're like, this $14 bag of chips is kind of expensive, so I'll get these chips, mm-hmm. and then I'll go to the gas station. Well, this is what I'm saying. And get regular chips yeah. Later. I'm not saying they're going to keep eating the the expensive pot chips. No. I'm saying that you're going to be a- adding a lot more calories okay. to your diet if you're doing it this particular way as opposed to this, the way but you can that you get normally. The, you can get the small bag the next time around. This is the fuddy-duddy take, okay? But when you have products like this, like gummies, if you're a person who buys the chips, you want to make sure... It's not around kids because you do hear stories of kids That's getting sick. That's a good sick. point. Like I've, I've heard the story. Oh, of like the well, yeah. yeah. But do you know what I mean? They won't know if, if mom and dad buy the chips. They, the kids don't know that those chips are different you got, than the You other. definitely have to lock those babies up. Yes. Put them where they can't be reached or make sure they're hidden so that nobody knows about them. You depending have to be, on the age of your children. You've got to be a responsible uh, weed chip bag owner. Yes. As you I would don't think with, it's that difficult to do that. As you would with any edibles that could be tasty to younger people. Right? Yeah. Yep. All right, good. We agree. Responsible pot chip ownership. Ownership. Oh. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 